And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Sitting in the Gold Press Latinum Grand Negus chair and the super secret underground bunker deep beneath world headquarters here at Sci Fi for Me. My name is Jason Hutt. I am the editor here at Sci Fi for Me. We are live from the bunker. Happy to have all of you with us today. I see Cam and Dave in the chat there, along with Mrs. Boss, who is over here to my left. All right, let me uh, get that one there. How's everybody doing? All right, give a shout out to everybody who is listening to us on podcast platforms around the world. Don't forget, check out the live video. This program is on Monday through Open Line Friday. And I do want to encourage you to join us for Open Line Friday. You can call in and you can share your thoughts and you can tell people what you think and, and ask questions and all sorts of things there. So, The email address live from the bunker is sci-fi for me.com. You can jump on our Discord server and uh, and join discussions there. So CBS Studios, let's start here because this is kind of fun. I've trolled CBS today. CBS Studios posting this over on Twitter. Join us tomorrow for a Black History Month Instagram Live with Sonequa Martin-Green and Celia Gooding. They'll chat about their respective groundbreaking roles in the Star Trek universe from being the first black female captain to carrying on the legacy of Okura. Revisionist history here, folks, because that's not true. I call your attention, those of you who are of an age will remember this, but I call your attention, and I called CBS's attention to this. I said, um, Ursula and Bryant might want to have a word. <clears throat> and, I, and I shared this link. Trila Scott, played by Ursula and Bryant, in the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation, Captain Trilus Scott. The episode Conspiracy, which aired in 1988. <clears throat> and in that episode, it was established that Captain Trilus Scott, who was always planned in all of the different drafts of the script to be a black woman, and the revisions of the script, a handsome black woman. 
It was established in that episode that she broke Jim Kirk's record as the youngest starship captain. So not only is she a female black captain in Starfleet, but she's also a fairly accomplished black female captain. And this was 1988. 34 years ago, for those of you who are doing math. But that's a whole generation back. Nobody's going to remember that unless they're paying attention, doing their homework, doing their research, because this is, this is memory alpha. Oh, yes, Dave and Mad Sinclair on, in Star Trek IV playing the captain of the Saratoga. Absolutely, that's right. It goes even back further than that. Let's do this. Hang on. Let's 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 do this. We'll do this live. All right. Hold on. Let's um, see. The thing about it is, <coughs> she. Uh, I don't know. Did she had a? Did she? Did she have a name? Madge Sinclair. Ah. Madge Sinclair. She played the captain of the Saratoga. All right, so let's do this. Let's do this. Ha, 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 ha. Since we're going to be doing this. And let's, let's retweet my retweet. Let's do a quote tweet here. So let's cover our bases here. So Madge Sinclair plays the first black female captain in the movies, in the original series films. And Ursuline, uh, uh, what was her name? Ursuline Bryant, she plays the first black female captain in Next Generation series. What are you saying over there? Are you, are you talking? What? Well, she played, she, uh, Madge Sinclair also played Jordy LaForge's mom, but that was her second role. Well, I know, but you're saying one about her, Captain Yes, yes. It's the, same it's the same actress, but she's playing a different character. Her, her Captain of the Saratoga in Star Trek IV is a different one, but that's the first black female captain we saw on screen. She just didn't get a name. So, there's that. All right. So, so I kind of sort of goofed, but not really. I have those, I have those most. So, so, you know, either way, and I don't stop. I, I know I'm wasting my time. I know I'm wasting my time. What? See, Mrs. Boss is over there mouthing without using her microphone because I guess she doesn't want anybody to continue to troll about the, the, pad, lock. the padlock hanging from the 
hanging from I the I told microphone. you, I'm going to put some, I, I, I am <coughs> going to put some little blitz on it, make it pretty, and I am a white wife of a conservative male. Now, Therefore, okay. I need to be nice and locked up, but I can make it look pretty, right? Or let me guess, my mic wasn't on the entire time I said that. Your mic was on, yes. It's Just making on, sure, yes. since someone over there keeps hawking about not having the mic. So, this is this is actually this is actually the benefit of <laughs> this is actually the <laughs> Valentine's Day is over. The padlock is back on the mic. So, this is actually the benefit of being the sole name on the LLC. <laughs> All right. See, <laughs> Flaming Dog Media LLC is me. Dog. Me. Dog. Flaming Dog Media LLC. Dog. Wholly owned and operated by me, Mr. Boss. Dog. Which means that there is no board of directors or staff or anything, anybody who can who can kick me out the way Pro Project Veritas just did to James O'Keefe. <coughs> and Project Veritas continues to hemorrhage followers. Um, it's, uh, let's see here. They have lost, since February 9th, Project Veritas has lost 70,000 subscribers on YouTube, 277,624,000 followers on Twitter, and 50,976 followers on Instagram in less than a month. And most of those losses were in the last two or three days. I don't have that kind of problem because I don't have anybody here on staff who can kick me out. <coughs> Turn your microphone off. <laughs> I don't have anybody to kick me out. Now, I can get kicked out of the house for other reasons, but I can't get kicked out of my own company. I told you, not until you have a board of directors to take care of everything for me. I don't. I don't need a board of directors. <laughs> I die. The company dies. It's all. It all goes away when I'm when I'm gone. All right. <coughs> Speaking of going away, let's get into this today because this is this is dumb. But you know. This is modern era. This is the way things are, right? This is a story in the Metro <coughs> over in the UK. Hogwarts Legacy and every other Harry Potter game banned from games done quick. Now, who who is uh, who is Games Done Quick? Let's start there. Games Done Quick is an organization. Uh, they they organize speed run marathons for charity. So that you know, tournaments and big big video game events and whatnot to raise money for various different charities. And so what they're they've got they have a they have an event coming up on the twenty sixth this month. It's going to run through the fifth of March, and it's going to benefit the Malala organization. It's called Frost Fatals twenty twenty three. And this is a an, an all women speed running event. 
They showcase a variety of speed runs from women in the community. So if you're a woman and you're a gamer, then you're allowed to participate in this. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Frost Fatales is once again proud to be benefiting the Malala Fund, working for a world where all girls can learn and lead. Malala Fund advocates for resources and policy changes needed to give all girls a secondary education, invests in local education activists, and amplifies the voices of girls fighting for change. Okay. That's reasonable enough, I guess. However, since the kerfuffle over things what J.K. Rowling has said, Hogwarts Legacy and every other Harry Potter game has been banned from this tournament. Michael Beckwith writing in the Metro on Monday, which was yesterday. Every Harry Potter game has been deemed unsuitable for Games Done Quick's charity events. Game done, uh, Games Done Quick's next charity event, Frost Fatales 2023. I assume that's a play on the whole femme fatale thing from back film noir. And you know... Depending on your point of view, feminist activists probably don't realize, don't understand the context of that. Just saying. <clears throat> All right, continuing here. Schedule to take place from this Sunday, February 26th, to the following Sunday on March 5th. Its schedule promises a wide variety of games that you can watch people speed run through, ranging from retro classics to more modern releases. However... You won't find Hogwarts Legacy on the schedule. Not because it's too recent, but because it and all other Harry Potter video games have been axed from Games Done Quick events. Games Done Quick hasn't made any formal statement on the matter, but it has been discovered that it's quietly updated its list of disallowed games to include the entire Harry Potter series. The list consists of games that Games Done Quick deems unsuitable for its live stream events due to their content, views, or origin. This includes all games with an adults-only age rating, any game that is already prohibited on Twitch, every Five Nights at Freddy's game, and even the original God of War from 2005, though not any of its sequels. While no reason has been given, there might be one explanation for why Games Gun Quick would ban every Harry Potter game from future events. The franchise as a whole is mired in controversy due to creator J.K. Rowling's comments and views on transgender people. Again, we're presenting a narrative here that is not actually true. But see, it, there's a link here in this article. But this article does not say what those views are, what, what, what those comments are. What has J.K. Rowling said? Well, I'm not going to say that, but I'm just going to say it's controversial. She's become such a controversial figure that when Hogwarts Legacy was announced, publisher Warner Brothers stressed that she had no involvement in its development. Hogwarts Legacy has also faced accusations of anti-Semitism, due to its depiction of goblins, which many believe are based on harmful Jewish stereotypes. Again, we're perpetuating a narrative here that has never been 
the case. <sighs> Considering Games Done Quick has raised money for LGBTQ alphabet soup charities in the past and even abandoned plans to hold its previous event live in Florida due to the state's, quote, increased aggression toward LGBTQ plus individuals, i.e. the don't say gay bill. See, again, we're perpetuating a myth. It's perhaps not too surprising that the organization no longer wishes to promote anything related to Rowling's creation. That said, the list on the official website does state that Harry Potter games are subject to further review in the future, suggesting that Games Done Quick could always rescind the band at some point. So, if there's a potential that they could reconsider the ban and the game doesn't change its content any, and, and Warner Brothers Games has said there's not going to be a DLC, so there's not any kind of change coming that we know of, then Games Done Quick would be re reconsidering a ban simply because of other outside forces that have nothing to do with the game. Right? Isn't that the case? Which means the ban in the first place, is arbitrary and capricious and is completely subjective and it doesn't have anything to do with the game. It doesn't have anything to do with the game, folks. It has everything to do with the fact that people are just not happy with J.K. Rowling. And her terrible, terrible, evil views. And what did she say, exactly? What comments did she actually say? Where can you point for me where she said something hateful or discriminatory against the transgender community? See, now, she has said things with regard to transgender activists, and, and she's come out in support of actual women, because actual women are threatened in their own space here. But other people have said things. I want to see what J.K. Rowling has actually said that is a direct threat to any transgender person. Because, again, we get into this thing where the, the oppressed class suddenly is this monolith. And everyone is in that category Everyone who is transgender who's part of this transgendered community now. Even though there are people in the transgender community that says, I don't want anything to do with you people over there. Y'all are crazy. I just want to live my life. I want to be left alone. I don't want to be part of some cause. But you're going to have the militant activists... Same in the transgender community as there is in all of the other community communities, whether it's Black Lives Matter or or the civil rights movement or or um, what else? I, the, 
<coughs> well, shoot, we're talking about Roald Dahl yesterday, the whole ableist thing with witches missing their fingers. I mean, come on. How many different victim classes are there going to be? And how many of you are going to get out there and go, justice for XYZ fill in the blank group? It's not how it works. See, and this is one of the problems that, that, that conservatives have because conservatives don't rally around a group the way that, that leftists do. I mean, leftists circle the wagons for anybody. Conservatives generally tend to be a little bit more individualistic in their in their point of view. So it's like, you know, hey, you're on your own. You do you, do you boo, and we'll do our thing over here. You do your thing over there, and every, everybody's fine. But for this, this group to sit there and ban the Harry Potter games... Now, <coughs> I could see, because some there are some people... And there was an article, uh, a headline I ran across earlier today. Apparently, people that are are playing the game, people that are playing Hogwarts Legacy, are opting not to play it on fast mode or whatever it is, the speed run or whatever. So, given that, I mean, games done quick could sit there and say well you know nobody's playing it with speed runs so we're not going to include it this year you could do that and you could point to the statistics and say look here's here's the numbers nobody's playing it in fast mode so we're just not going to include it because nobody's playing the game that way and at the very least that could you know save face and and it's a it's a polite fiction Cam's asking, aren't speedruns for well-established games not new ones? Well, it, I, I see, again, I'm out of my depth with this. But um, it says here that, that Games Done Quick doesn't necessarily... I don't, I don't have any information that they, would, that they would restrict what games are allowed simply because of how long they've been out. I would guess that if it's a game that's been released, it qualifies. If, if there's a way to do it as a speedrun. So... But, but yeah, Sci-Fi Stop's right. If they did it that way, they would. W that wouldn't be the proper virtue signal. But I want to see what comments J.K. Rowling has said to engender this kind of thing. I've seen some things that she's said. Most of it in support of women. Like, hey, women deserve to be women, deserve to be treated like women, deserve the respect of being women. Like, female, chromosomal women. Are women not allowed to be women anymore? Why is that a, why is that a controversial thing? Because we're the weaker race that all men want to be. I, you, see, that's the other thing, too. That, you, Mrs. Boss raises a good point. A lot of these transgendered activists <coughs> are, are male-to-female transitioners. Why is it? That there Where are, are some, the women going to men? Why, yeah, I mean, there are a few. Uh, uh, Sonny Bono's daughter comes to mind. 
Um, and we had we had a contributor here for a while who has who has transitioned female to male. Um, Elliot Page, Ellen Page becomes Elliot Page. So there's a there's an example. But for the most part, anytime we hear about transgender people who are held up as cause celebre, they're male to female transitioners. Why is that? Why is there no balance here? Could there be a particular reason why? I could give a thought. Is there, is, there, is there any particular reason why, maybe? Well, I mean, take a look. Okay. okay. Yes. I will step on this little snowball <laughs> of mine carefully. And then I'm going to sit on it because, you know, I'll fall. But, okay, if you take a look over the last how many years, and this is something I grew up with, with my father saying that he felt bad for my brother because my brother was going to be growing up in a world as a white male. And even in my father's day and age of working, hitting the ceiling of some sort because he was accomplished at his job, but other people were getting the promotions mm -hmm. around him because he was a, sorry to say it, white male. So you see how much the white male has been pushed down and dominated over as much as possible in society. They have to come up with another thing because, okay, go girl power and bad white men. So the next step is to become a white woman because then they can get, you know, validated again in their way, possibly. I'm just throwing this out. Because at the same time, of all these people that are coming out as being transgender, my question is, is where are the non-white transgender Well, there's people? a few. There's, there's a few. There's, go there's always going to be a few. Don't get me wrong. But look at the ones that keep coming out as well. These are white men who have turned into white women in their minds. And it's like they're trying to find their place back in society because they've already been told they're not good enough as their colored, you know, colleagues, whether they're male or female. And then on top of that, women, because we got to have women come up and we got to promote a woman over a man. So their next step is okay. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Honestly, if they keep going in the direction they're going, at some point, white, transgender females, so white men who've gone into white women, are going to be canceled. And they're going to start going the vice versa way of Michael Jackson <laughs> and find a way to become a white man who now identifies as a colored or yeah. of another race. Well, and, and the other thing, too, now, I mean, you're looking at, uh, 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 I think it was, who was it said? Um, Mazurus, uh, up in the chat, says, You wait, good video games will be racist and supremacist just for being good, so will intellectual properties in general. Well, and I ran across a mention, apparently, the latest controversial video game is something that's been developed by a Russian company. And we can't have the, we can't have the Russians doing anything because the Russians are the bad guys, right? So it all becomes this this thing that's driven by 
politics and ideology and and your your particular uh, point of view, and then we get back into needing safe spaces and all that other stuff, as opposed to, well, is the game any good? And it's like like Mindy says, every everybody is going to be hunkering down into their into their identity and eventually that's not even going to be safe because depending on who you are depending on what kind of identity you have you will become a target at some point because these people it's a circular firing squad they will turn on their own uh Mazur says eve online a very long-term sci-fi online game has been made by russians since the beginning they had to announce their separation from russia to keep up appearances yeah, I that's that's I mean I I just think that it it's it's like it's like yesterday when we were talking about in in Fahrenheit 451 where they're talking about the evolution of society from nursery to college and back to nursery. We are in the process right now. We are in a current current mode where the people who supposed to be somewhat grown up <clears throat> are children. Intellectually, emotionally stunted children. No matter how old they are age-wise, chronologically, these people are children who are acting childishly and foolishly because neener, neener, neener. I mean, this is, this is elementary school playground crap. Now in the corporate America, corporate offices of, of various different companies around the world, and how much of it is driven by ESG? How much of it is driven by the diversity, inclusion, equity crap? And that crowd... And how much of it is driven by the Tumblr crowd and the shippers over there who have absolutely no place to go to feel welcome? <coughs> we have a mental health crisis in this country, folks. And, and a lot of these people are coming out of broken homes. They're coming out of weird relationships and friendships and, and school being school. And all of these stresses and everything, everything becoming this this thing that you have to deal with, and you have no secure family relationship to support you emotionally, whether whether you got one parent or two parents at home. Regardless, everybody is sitting there, kind of hanging in the wind because there's no there's no emotional support for people anymore. You have you have a thought, Mrs. Boss. You had a look at it. Well, you were mentioning how with society and where these people are coming up and out of, and it just it reminded me. I don't think I sent you the story this morning. There is a college back east, Marymount uh, University. It's a Catholic college. Mm -hmm. They are getting <coughs> rid of their theology department. <laughs> and majors and 
all of that arts and stuff they they want to focus on majors that'll help people get ahead but yeah no and, and they said yeah. that the money that would go into these departments would be reshuffled to the other ones and i'm sitting here thinking to myself and someone in the troll post of the article had made comment okay where's the money getting shifted to where's the money shifted to i mean you have states like um, Florida, who are saying, yeah, no, this stuff that you're doing in the colleges, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering where this Catholic school is going to remove well. their... And I'm I'm also thinking behind it the fact I graduated from a Catholic college. Let's, let's, let's remind people, though. it's very much ingrained yeah but because let's we also have the sisters that live there and you know the the mother house where they can go and you know it's a nursing home for nuns yeah but let's let's remind people though because it's not just it's not john not just marymount you're talking about Lo Lo loyola marymount? no 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 no, no it's, just marymount it's, no it's marymount marymount college okay well just let's just let's just remind everybody that the major ivy league colleges princeton william and mary uh, Harvard, Harvard, all of those started as Bible colleges. The purpose of which was to teach people theology and discernment of truth and history and that kind of thing in order to, uh, and, you know, it was uh, John Adams, I think, is the one who said that the Constitution of the United States is is not meant for people who don't have some kind of faith and moral character. I, I'm 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 paraphrasing, but this this degeneracy that we're descending into, not just in the United States but worldwide, is part and parcel of this exact kind of thing, where our our matters of of morality and faith are shunted aside, and truth goes with it, and truth is that there's men and there's women. And I'm going to double check on that, right? Well, uh, <laughs> get back to me when you get your biology degree. But it's it, it you you can't. When I was growing up, men who dressed like women were crossdressers. And okay, that's that's your thing, that's what you want to do. Okay, whatever. <coughs> but now they're going after our kids. And that's that's the line. That's the line that has been crossed for a lot of people sat there and said, that's the line. They're going after our kids. And video games is one way that they do that. Ideologically, activists will sit there and say, you can't do this. You shouldn't do this. How dare you? Shame on you. How many, how many people are getting trolled and getting pressured and bullied in their, in their live chats when they're sitting there streaming Hogwarts Legacy? You shouldn't be playing this game. You're a terrible person if you're playing this game. I mean, how many how many video clips have we seen of people who's like, I'm not making a statement. I just want to play a game. And it goes back to something that I've said before. If you don't choose a side, eventually the side gets chosen for you. Eventually people will decide what side you're on, whether you decide, hey, I don't want to have anything to do with it. I just want to be left alone. Get off my lawn and leave me alone. Well, even that's not good enough. If you don't come out 
against Hogwarts legacy in some form or fashion, well, then you obviously support J.K. Rowling's anti-transgender mind. You're a terrible person. That's how this goes. There is no dialogue. There is no discussion. There is no in the middle. They don't know how to. They don't. It's us versus them. You're either with us or you're against us. And what, look at what they did. You know, look at what the comic book people did to Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder didn't come out fast enough de- denouncing whatever it was that was the denunciation of the day because he was on vacation. He was out of, out of, out of town for a week. And when he got back, sure, he said, hey, this is a thing, and, and here's what I feel about the thing. little late, Scott. And what's now going on with Scott Snyder? Scott Snyder is doing his own thing with IDW, and he's curating new things. He's gone from DC Comics. He's like, fine, I'm done. Well, and the thing about these people is that if you sit there and you actually say, like, I'm, I'm going to be President Asterisk here. Here's my note card. And it sits there and says, I'm sorry that I said exactly what is opposite in your head. And I'm <laughs> going to now tell the world that I fully believe what is in your head. Yeah. I'm still going to be wrong, by the way. They're going to find something I did wrong in that. Yeah. I uh, can see Bianca over there in the chat over on Odyssey. By the way, if you're on Odyssey or YouTube, our memberships are open. So you can join the channel if you want. Now, it's, it's, it's not a not an obligation. But it's, it's, see, it's that kind of thing, though. It's, you know, <clears throat> any kind of an apology is blood in the water. Because if you actually you, had to do it. Because then, then, aha, you admit you were wrong. So, no, I'm just saying this to shut you up. But it's, it's, it's looked at as an admission of guilt. And they don't accept the apology. They double down because now they know they've got you. Don't apologize to these people. Don't, don't, don't. I mean, if you, you have to respond, if you take have more to than respond. A mile. Yeah. Um, uh, Mazur says it's like Chick-fil-A. I couldn't care less about their politics. Really, seriously, I just want lunch and their nuggets are flipping delicious. Except on Sundays when you really get the craving. Well, see, and the thing about it is Chick-fil-A, th- this is something that people don't discuss very often. Chick-fil-A is a franchise. And Every single Chick-fil-A store is owned by somebody else. There are Chick-fil-A owned and operated corporate stores, yes. And the people who own Chick-fil-A may have their own politics and ideologies, but that doesn't translate to everybody who owns a Chick-fil-A store everywhere around the, the country. But, they but it's, again, us versus them. You, we're going to paint with a broad brush, and everybody who supports this one little thing... You like a tweet. I mean, look what they did to Mark Hamill when he liked a tweet. Well, and it's kind of like you point out, Chick-fil-A is a franchise. So they may, I mean, you would think someone who would go into owning that business would have something that aligns with the company itself. But look at how much money they make. I mean, look at those lines (laughs) that you get. And (laughs) it's it's a smart thing. But then at the same time, they understand business is business. And you do things to do business. They're not like the people over at disney or twitter oh well you know what if you don't like it go away people people can look at and 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 that's an excellent point chick-fil-a i think is what the the third i think the third most successful franchise chain right now 
It bounces. It's it's up some there. Point, it's in the top five. I it's think it's definitely in the top five. I'm gonna look this up. But why wouldn't you want to have a franchise that's successful financially? You, I mean, if you're in business, you're in business to make money, are you not? You're in business to succeed, are you not? I mean, we're not going to do the used bookstore unless we think that it's going to make us money. I mean, that is the retirement plan, but we got to look at the numbers and we got to crunch the numbers and make sure that it's going to pay us something. So when we do launch the used bookstore, it'll actually benefit us somehow. Not just the fact that I'll be surrounded by books, but, you know, we'll be able to sell Wait, some of those books. are you saying the drawers are going to have books, too? The drawers will have books. There will be all sorts of collections and, and things available. We're going to do a used bookstore. You know, the, the older I get, the more I lean into that. <clears throat> the more I'm leaning into that plan, especially given what they're doing to Roll Doll, because you know that's not where they're going to stop. They're going to keep going. You let them do one, and they're going to do another, and another. Yes. And another. Yes. And it's just a matter of who's going to get it next. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they might even let the AIs rewrite it. Think what that's going to look like. Folks, buy your physical media. Go to your used bookstores and buy the older editions of a lot of these things. Horatio Hornblower, Heinlein. I mean, I'm surprised that Heinlein hasn't been canceled yet, given that his libertarian leanings later in life, you know, that people have talked about that before. People will try to rewrite Lovecraft. If if they they do this to Roll Doll, they'll do it to Lovecraft. They will do it to I Orson Scott Card is still alive, but they would love to probably they they would love to cancel Orson Scott Card. They would love to cancel I mean, J.K. Rowling. As of they June, will, according to this one site, yes, it's number three. It's number three behind right. McDonald's and Starbucks. Well, why wouldn't you want a franchise that's financially successful? I I could I could go for us could go for a Chick Fil A franchise if I had the money. Sure. Probably uh what, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to start up, four hundred thousand? I thought you, you have the, that, I thought you found that yeah, out. Yeah, it's been a while though. Okay. I I'd looked up at one point I had looked up both Wendy's and Chick fil A. I think the Wendy's franchise fee is like two hundred and fifty thousand. Um I can't remember what what Chick fil A. Not to make everybody is. jealous, since he just said Wendy's, I think. The Wendy's over by us still looks like the original Wendy's. Where is there the a bricks. Wendy's over by us? There's a uh, okay. Across the street from the grocery store area. Really? Yeah. I Thanks didn't for the know pizza that. stuff. Okay. But yeah, no, it looks like the original Wendy's. Classic Wendy's. Yeah. Now, as I was looking, I swung my head across the street because the Arby's that's across the street still has the rounded. Uh-huh. By the uh, way, sitting area. Perch doesn't like Arby's, for those of you who are But reading. then he'd be happy because that Arby's is closed. See, now, this is this is the other thing. We do this, when we do this, uh, uh, when we do this used bookstore, at that point, we will be able to do a section. We'll have, a, we'll have an entire room dedicated to... Band stuff? Authors who were rewritten... By politics, by by the safe space crowd. Uh, uh, here, here's where you can find the original stuff. I mean, why not? 
I mean, it's like reading uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It's exactly the same thing, except there's been some sentences and paragraphs and stuff added in well, there see, to bring they, in zombies. See, that's parody, though. No, that's parody. And don't get me wrong. Half the cru- stuff that they're going to sit there and probably do, we're going to sit and laugh at because it's pretty parody, too. But there are people in the world who think it's serious. Well, it is. I mean, this whole roll doll thing is serious. And and not just from the standpoint of, well, we have to take out the offensive stuff. It's the people who are taking this stuff out are censoring Roald doll. I mean, that's straight up what it is. This is censorship. It is straight up out of 1984 Ministry of Truth crap. And it cannot stand. We've got to stand up against it. We have to push back against this stuff. And part of that is not buying anything from Puffin Books writing letters to Puffin Books, sternly worded but civil letters to Puffin Books, sending emails to Puffin Books and saying, excuse me, I don't like this decision that you've made. And tell them I'm taking my money elsewhere. That's that's how this stuff has to go, folks. You've got to tell them. You have to remind them I'm the paying customer. And what you're doing is wrong, and I'm not going to support it, and I'm going to put my money elsewhere. And we keep doing that, and Disney's going to get competition with Universal Europe, and WDW Pro just had a a video that they put out. It looks like that's going to be in Germany uh, from the leaked concept art that they've seen. People are going to put their money elsewhere. People are, you know, people are taking their money from Disney and they're putting it other places. We need to do the same thing with Puffin Books and say, hey, we're not going to buy anything from you. We're going to put our money elsewhere. I'm going to go to Half Price Books and I'm going to buy older editions of this stuff. I'm going to buy physical media. I'm not going to I'm not going to download the digital crap because that's the next thing. The digital editions of these things can be changed like that and you'll never know. Because you, it just gets automatically updated. And let's say you decide that you're going to download whatever, whatever video game or whatever book or anything else that lives in the cloud. And then you go and you post something over on Twitter. Or you post something over on Facebook or something. And the publisher says, you know what? We don't like what you post. We're not going to let you have access to the book that you bought. We're not going to let you have access to that game you downloaded. We're not going to let you have access to that bank account. We're not going to let you have access to travel or the library. Shoot, they aren't even letting me have access to my chromosome. Your grocery store. That's where it's going, folks. Social media credit. They're trying to do it in Canada. They really want to do it here in the U.S. We have to push back and say enough is enough. And... If certain charities are affected by this, where you sit there and go, you know what, game's done quick, you're going to ban the Harry Potter games, I'm not going to participate in your events anymore. You're not getting any of my money. What does that do? What does that do to the Malala Foundation? What does that do to the various different charitable organizations that benefit from these events? Contact them. Contact Malala and say, "Hey, I was gonna take. I was gonna participate in these in this speedrun tournament, but since the Harry Potter games are banned, I'm not going to participate, and you're not getting my money. So sorry. 
that's what we have to do, folks. You got to hit them in the pocketbook. You got you have to kick them where it counts. And by the way, I just want to let everybody know, since we're completely not on the subject, but <clears throat> more thoughts to the Midwest. We have another train drummond. What? I Nebraska. Uh. Well, hopefully it's a small one and not too many people are hurt. All right. All right. Well, we will wrap up because <laughs> this is not the place to talk about train derailments or anything. You know, it. Just conversation derailments as we go we, off and diverge from the regular conversation. We occasionally here at the bunker, we occasionally will veer into conversations where the idea continues to present itself that maybe we should have a politics channel. But I don't want to do that. I do, but I don't. Um, <clears throat> and we've, I've, tr I try to avoid just straight up politics uh, that doesn't involve, you know, sci-fi, fantasy, horror. But I may, I may have to bite the bullet and actually do a politics channel. I don't know. I just, yeah, I, don't know. I, I don't know. I. The biggest thing is finding the time. Because, but, the other thing is the money. Now, if y'all want to finance a politics channel, we'll talk. But, yeah, we, other than that, we'll just, we'll just stick to our sandbox and we'll, we'll keep going here. Remember, though, folks, it is your money. You, you have more of a determining factor here. You have more power than you realize. It's not just politics and voting and whatnot. You vote with your dollars. You tell people, I'm going to support this. I'm not going to support that. You're the paying customer. Remember what Harrison Ford said. They're not fans. They're customers. It's a transactional relationship. You get something of value for the money that you spend. And if you don't find that it has value, take your money and go elsewhere. But when you do that, tell people why you're taking your money someplace else oh rj from critical blast in the chat hello poly sci-fi for me <laughs> <laughs> um only if you make the shirt poly sci for me could work you know political science poly, poly sci for me i want him to do the shirt I don't. I, 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 and we'll uh, have a special uh, drawer uh, in our used books store just for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, that's it, folks. <laughs> I gotta get out of here before the ideas start to swirl. So yes, please, no, please, no, please no, go. No. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> there are four lights. This has been a presentation of SciFiForMe.com. Copyright 2023 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Sci-Fi For Me Radio.